0: Yeah. you
1: Good evening to each of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. We're singing hallelujah, glory to the Lamb of God. What a wonderful day it is in Jackson, Mississippi. Blue skies, I mean, great weather today. Uh, we thank God for the sunshine, for the, the briskness uh, of fall. But listen, while we're enjoying this good weather, our friends over in Florida, uh, we want to be in prayer for our friends over in Florida. Uh, you know that the hurricane, hurricane, hurricane Ian, uh, is has made landfall, and so we want to be in prayer for all uh, who are being impacted and who might be impacted uh, by that storm. Please keep our friends uh, in Florida in in our prayers. Amen, amen. Let's let's see who we got in the in the room on tonight. Amen. Good to see all of you on tonight. Uh, let's see. My screen is a little small, so let me see if I can <laughs> enlarge it and get these names. Thank you. Dorothy Jones is with us tonight. God bless you. Good to see you, Sister Jones. Mother Curry is with us. God bless you. Good to see you, Mother Curry. Sister Williams, Sheree is with us on tonight. God bless you, Sheree. Good to see each of you. My brothers and sisters, Josephine, Cole, bless your heart. Good to see you on tonight. My brother, David Stevenson, is here in the house all the way from Indianola. Sister Howard, God bless you. Good to see you on tonight. Betty Palmer, God bless you. Good to see you on tonight as well. Sister Stewart, bless your heart. Good to have you in the house, in the room on tonight. Sister Reps, all of the regulars are here, folks. All of the We thank God uh, that you all are in the house tonight. Teresa Green, God bless you. Good to see you. Pat Hobson, bless your heart. Good to see you this evening. Sister Heard, Barbara Heard, bless you, Sister Heard. God bless you. Sister Butler, bless you. Good to see you, Sister uh, McDonald, bless your heart. Good to see you as well. Listen, go ahead. You know what we need to do. Share it with your neighbor. Share it with your friend. Let them know that you are watching our Bible study uh, right now and that you want to invite them to share along with us as we continue to study the word of God. Listen, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We believe that our faith is empowered. Our faith is strengthened. Our faith is enlarged, made larger uh, in our lives by, by hearing and studying uh, the Word of God, and so thank God for His Word. Thank God for the truth of the Word, and thank God for the for what the Word of God does to us. Amen. So go ahead and share that with your neighbor. Share it with your friends that they might share with us on tonight as we get further and study further in the Word of God. Listen, we want to remind you this Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary. 50th anniversary of the fellowship choir yeah you 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 remember what it, the young adult fellowship the fellowship now amen god bless you because 50 years ago this choir was formed and you know 1972 i i, I kind of hold that personal to my to my heart uh because that was my year amen and so uh, the fellowship and I are, are kind of like this. We were we were we came out the same year, blessed, and so they're celebrating fifty years this uh, Sunday afternoon at three p.m. We invite you to come and share with the fellowship choir in their fiftieth, fiftieth, the golden anniversary. Amen. The golden anniversary. Be in prayer for them. And listen, we also want to remind you that for the next two Sundays, for the next two Sundays. Uh, Right here at K-Chapel, we will be having voter registration available. Uh, If you have not gotten registered or if someone in your family has not gotten registered and uh, maybe going down to the uh, courthouse is something that they don't want to do, but coming to the church is something that they will do, you bring them to church, let them get registered so that they can vote in the upcoming elections, the elections in November. If they're going to vote in the November elections, they have to be registered by October Oh, I believe October tenth, October uh, some, somewhere along in there. I think it's October tenth. Um, so, by all means, let's get them registered this Sunday and the following Sunday, uh, so that they, so that all who can who can vote, who are eligible to vote, uh, will be able to vote in the upcoming elections. That's for the next two Sundays right here at K Chapel. You can get registered to vote. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God keep you is our prayer. Listen. Well, let's go ahead and get into the word of god uh, let's pray father we thank you god for this day for this time together we bless your heart we bless you for who you are and we thank you for blessing us and keeping our hearts and keeping our minds keeping our spirits uh, covered by your hand and covered by the blood of your son god we thank you for the washing and the cleansing Uh, That we receive through your son and we pray, Lord, that as we study this word, as we read this word, that this word, in fact, would become flesh. It would be deposited in the soil of our hearts and that it would produce fruit within our lives. God, we thank you. Faith does come by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. Keep us now by the presence and power of your spirit. In Jesus name we pray. Amen amen god bless you god bless you so 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 look you all you all have made your pastor go viral i i mean yeah yeah you all have um y'all have made me go viral i don't think i've ever been viral before uh but um i looked and someone sent me a text message and said pastor you are on the sonic boom of the south uh, uh facebook page and uh so I, I, I suppose uh, Sunday sermon resonated with 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 the I love. Uh, we thank God, thank God for, um, uh, for 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 Jackson State and for uh, the sonic boom of the South. And uh, I just pray that uh, that the word was received. Thank God that it has been received and that it is going forward. I pray that uh, not only is it is it a celebration of who we are. Uh, as a people and as a city, uh, but it's also a celebration of who God is and what God does. Amen? Amen. So listen, I want to continue our study uh, about worship tonight. I want to continue our study on worship tonight. And um, we talked last week about some of the hindrances to worship. Tonight, I want to talk about some of the necessities for worship. Uh, we want to look at what's absolutely necessary if worship is going to take place. We talked Sunday about entering into these gates with thanksgiving, come into his courts with praise, making a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands that everybody, this is inclusive. Uh, the, the psalmist says that this is something all of us should be doing. It is not left to the worship leader. It's not left to the pastor. It's not left to those who are in charge of worship. But this is a participatory uh, activity and an event on a Sunday morning that we, uh, wherever we come from, whoever we are, uh, that we enter into this house, the, God's house, uh, with joyfulness, we enter into this house, uh, with thanksgiving, we enter th- into this house, with exuberance uh, and an expression of worship and praise for who God is. Um, but in order for us to do that, in order for us to come like that, and in order for us to engage, with any authenticity such that it is not just it is not just emotion right it's not just some superficial level of of an emotional outburst but that it is honest earnest genuine worship of the heart to the almighty god right that is that is not just a cultural expression but it is it is an outward manifestation of an inward reality that we are in love with God, that our heart beats for Jesus. And how do we get to that place where, where watch this, where if all of the things that we sort of, depend on and rely on to move us into worship if none of those things work well stay with me if none of those things are are happening for you if you're not feeling any of those if none of the songs minister to you right if none of the if none of the prayers really touch your heart right then and because those are elements of worship right if the giving experience never never prompts joyfulness and cheerfulness for you these are elements critical elements of worship if those things aren't happening then what is it that you bring to the worship experience that is absolutely necessary for you to worship god in spirit and in truth when those elements may not be moving you and we can talk about that too why those elements may not be moving you but 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 let's let's look let's look tonight let's look tonight uh into this 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 it, I, I guess i want to say it like this that if we're going to make a joyful noise into the lord right and if we're going to coming to this house with thanksgiving and with praise if we're gonna be thankful and bless the name of the Lord, and if it's gonna be done in spirit and in truth, where it's more than an emotion, where it's deeper than a cultural expression, then let's look at some things that are absolutely necessary, absolutely necessary for it to get to that level. Right. And the first thing I want to suggest to you, if you're going to have heartfelt, authentic, genuine worship, watch this. That is not just watch this, not just meaningful to you, but pleasing to God, because ultimately, ultimately, the worship should be something that God smiles upon the worship should be something that makes god's heart happy right so what's necessary number 1 number 1 confession of sin confession of sin and this is something that that a lot of churches really don't spend enough time on this is something that a lot of people really don't spend enough time on. Um, because we are so time conscious in terms of getting to the point, right? Come on, let's 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 get to why we're here. Let's let's get to the meat of the word, let's let's get to the next thing, right? And so we're so programmatic in 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 the worship experience itself that we're trying to cover all the bases and check all the boxes and and do all the things that we forget that in order for the things to mean anything that we have to start with a clean heart a pure heart david says that in in the psalm, creating me a clean heart, renew within me, a right spirit, right. So confession of sin, Psalm number thirty-two. Psalm number thirty-two. I'm going to read this. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that, that's that's a good version. Uh, and then I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it in the version that's up, and then I'm going to read it in the contemporary English version because I think I think it's even better understood in that version but let's let's do this one first and then i'm going to switch to the contemporary english version the ced okay it says blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven whose sin is covered blessed is the man unto whom the lord imputeth not iniquity and in whose spirit there is no guile when i kept silence my bones whacked old through my roaring all the day long for day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. My moisture is turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Now, you might be saying, "Okay, I think I kind of got that. I think I kind of hear what that says, but I'm not really sure." Can Can we make it a little more plain? Yeah, I I, I think we can. I think there's a version that that helps to really break that down. And I like this version, the contemporary English version, the CEV, okay? I wanna read to you how it reads there. Our Lord, you bless everyone whose sins you forgive and wipe away. You bless them by saying, You told me your sins without trying to hide them. And now I forgive you. Before I confess my sins, my my bones felt limp and I groaned all day long. Night and day your hand weighed heavily on me and my strength was gone as in the summer heat. So I confess my sins and told them all to you. I said, I'll tell the Lord each one of my sins. Then you forgave me and took away my guilt. We worship you, Lord. And we should always pray whenever we find out that we have sinned, then we won't be swept away by a raging flood. Listen, the Psalmist says is this. He says this. As long as I tried to move on without acknowledging my wrong, as long as I tried to to just come, watch this, to just come to church and never say anything about my sin, as long as I tried to just do life and gloss over my, my lies that I told, uh, the pride that I have, uh, the sinfulness that I engage in. As long as I just, just tried to push forward without confessing my sin, he says, my bones waxed. He said that they, they were made limp. I had no, watch this, I had nothing supporting me. I was sick. I I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't even function the way I meant to function because I was trying to hide my sin. That, that's that's what the psalmist says. That's what the psalmist says. He said I was trying. As long as I was trying to hide my sin and just just act like everything was okay and just just move on with life and 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 watch this. And and just say where well, the Lord knows my heart, without ever, without ever acknowledging the sin in my heart, the Lord the Lord the Lord knows I'm sorry without me ever saying I'm sorry. That's just like that's just like in your relationship. If you owe someone an apology, right? But you're trying to just move on with the relationship like you didn't like you didn't transgress against that person. No, no, we need to talk about this. Don't don't just act like don't just act like you didn't just mess something up, man. Let's let's deal with this. And God is saying the same thing to us. Don't just come in my house and act like you didn't just do what you did. Confess your sins. Talk. Let's talk about this. Lay it before the altar. Admit it. Acknowledge it. And then he says. We can go into worship, but a lot of us, and this this may be actually one of the hindrances to worship, is that a lot of us are trying to get to that place and we hadn't dealt with our stuff. We're trying, we're trying to, to, to worship God with a mouth that just finished cussing somebody out. okay, see you 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 <laughs> yeah you you trying to you're trying to bless God with an impure mouth with an unrighteous tongue. you're trying to lift up holy hands and your hands are dirty creating me a clean heart. God, if I'm gonna worship you before I do that, do something with me my sin my wrong my guilt my wickedness my unrighteousness god cleansed me because i admit i messed up i wasn't right i i hadn't been right i did some stuff wrong i acted ugly right and and we're just trying to push through and thank god and god is looking at us like are you really just going are you really just gonna sit there and act like you didn't just do that? Are you really are you really gonna come up in my house and act like you didn't just do what you did last week, last night, and not even not even ask for forgiveness? It's like I I'll forgive you. That's what God is saying. I'll forgive you, but but you got to say something. Come on and talk to me here. Yeah. And so verse five, verse five says, so I confess my sins and told them all to you. I said, I'll tell the Lord each one of my sins. Then you forgave me and took away my guilt. And then it says in verse six, we worship you. You see what I'm saying? It's after, it's after I confess. It's after he forgives Then we worship you. Then we worship you. I don't worship you until, until I don't worship God until I ask God, Lord, cleanse me. I got to confess my sin. Got to confess my sin. And maybe, maybe, worship has been, there have been, Impediments to your worship because you haven't started with confession. And you thought it was the music. It wasn't the music. It was a messed up heart. You thought you thought it was this it was a distraction. You thought it was the baby crying. And the baby crying. It, it was the fact that you had not cried out to God, Lord, create in me a clean heart. No, it, 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 it wasn't that the sanctuary was too cold. Is that your heart was too cold to admit and acknowledge, Lord, I've messed up. So if you're going to worship him in spirit and in truth, it begins, it begins with me saying, Lord, forgive me. Then we worship you, all right? So let's start with confession. Let's start with confession. After you enter into his gates with thanksgiving, come into his courts with praise. When you sit down, one of the first things you need to do, start confessing. Start confessing. Come on and talk to me here. Start. Start confessing. I promise you, your worship will be richer if you start with confession. Your worship will be richer if you begin with confession. Try it, try it this week. Try it this Sunday. Your worship will be richer if you begin with confession. some of you need some <laughs> your bible study will be richer if you begin with confession amen all right all right all right all right number 2 number 2 so so I'm going to start with confession confession of sin number 2 in an, in an authentic worship experience there must at some point be a submission of one's will, the submission of one's will. You know that song we sing? Uh, Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. That is a song of surrender and a song of submission. Submitting. I'm submitting my will to that of my father. I'm submitting my will, my wants, my agenda to what my father desires for me. See, why is it so important? Because as long as you are in control, as long as you are holding the reins, as long as you are holding the wheel, you're saying, Lord, I worship you, but I don't trust you. And you can't worship him and not trust him. See, trusting him is getting to the point where his Lord I surrender, I submit my will. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. Whatever your will is for my life, God, I surrender mine to yours. Listen, let me tell you something. If you want a worship experience and not just on Sunday morning, but a lifestyle of worship throughout the week, see because here's here's the thing here's the thing that and we 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 should we should we should start breaking this habit of thinking that worship happens on sunday worship is not a weekly event worship is not a weekly activity no sunday morning is a celebratory culmination of a week's worth of worship. Mm. Sunday morning is the culmination of 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 what you've been doing all week. You've been walking with God all week. You've been praying to God all week. You you've been you've been surrendering yourself all week. And and Sunday morning is the culmination a a celebratory culmination of time spent with God throughout the week where we corporately, see, because you've been doing that, you should have been doing that individually every day. But when you come into the house of prayer, it is now a corporate celebration of having walked with God, having talked with God, having surrendered to God, having heard from God. Having been filled by the Spirit of God, having read the Word of God, having engaged God, having experienced God. Sunday morning is the shout of what's been happening Monday through Saturday. Is anybody? Is anybody in here but me? I mean, not in here, but in here. Yeah, yeah, y'all yeah, talk to me if you can. So. So the submission of the wheel. Have thine own way. This is this is when this is when if worship if worship of God you're going to take that to a deeper level where it's not just not just an hour and a half of of, of feel good music and 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 ministry of God's word but it is a deeper uh, reality. Experience with God, then it must involve the submission of your will to His. Psalm 51. Psalm 51 and 17. Psalm 51 and 17. Um, You know what? I think I put the wrong one up there. Hang on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see uh psalm the kind of sacrifice oh yeah that's it that's oh that's in different. okay that's fine the way yeah the way to please you is to be truly sorry deep in our hearts yeah the way to please you is to be truly sorry deep in our hearts this is the kind of sacrifice you won't refuse the sacrifice you won't refuse the the, the the King James version says it like this: "The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken spirit." There, it oh, oh God. So so look at this. In worship, there must come a moment of breaking. Um. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen but you've probably heard about heard about um uh, uh how 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 cowboys um break in horses um and 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 whether it's a wild horse or whether it's a, a a a newborn horse and and that that yearling uh is grown up but it's never been ridden and so uh because it's never been ridden, it has its own wheel and there's a there's a there's a way to to break that so that so that the horse can actually be ridden the horse can be useful right and it's not just running wild and doing its own thing and that's that's what some of us have been doing we've been running wild doing our own thing and the only way we're going to get to deeper worship is by there being a breaking of our wheel where we're no longer doing what we want, how we want, when we want, but there is a brokenness. And in the brokenness, God then uses us. In the brokenness, Lord, break my wheel, break, Break what is causing me to refuse you. To refuse the things that you want to do in my life. Break what's causing me to be big enough to say, Lord, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Break, break that. Break break that. Where 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 I feel okay telling God no break break that break 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 the habits that i have that i have created that have caused me to feel comfortable refusing you break that are you hearing me break break what's causing me to be all right with living in mediocrity in terms of my relationship with you. Break that. Break break what's causing me to be all right living an average life as a Christian and 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 feel okay with it. Break that. Break what's break what's causing me to have bad habits when it comes to reading your word and And it doesn't even make me feel any kind of way anymore. I'm I'm okay with it. Break that. Break me. We used to sing that song, Spirit of the Living God, fall fresh on me. And and, and, and it says, melt me. Mold me. Right? Break me. My will, the, the thing that's caused me to just be who I am, and that person, that spirit, that heart be in opposition to you, God, break that. Break it. And what the psalmist says is, the sacrifices of God are just that, a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, oh God, you will not despise. Broken heart, God, break Break me so that I might be used of you. Uh, Now, some would say, be careful what you pray for. I know. Because, because, because brokenness, brokenness will sometimes require that that which has been broken off is no longer useful and 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 the brokenness God God breaks that and picks up what he wants watch this the remnants that he wants to use and leaves the stuff that's of no no good for him right You break that. Leave the... the no good stuff. Pick up the stuff that he can use again. And then put you back together. But that's a prayer, y'all. That's a prayer. That's a prayer. Lord, break my will because... because my will... Has gotten in the way of yours. And here's something. That God. Watch this y'all. God is all powerful. God is almighty. But God. Will not. God. God doesn't make you. Worship him. God does not. Make you love him. That is a choice. Isn't it amazing that with all the power that God has that he does not make you worship him? I mean, God God does everything except interfere with your will. If your will is going to be broken, it's going to be because you allowed it to be. Lord, break my will. God God doesn't, he doesn't make you worship him. He doesn't make you love him. It's a choice. And in choosing to worship God, in choosing to love God, there must also be the choice for your will, for his will to become yours, okay? That's number one, that's number two, I'm sorry. it's number two, It's number two. Number three, number three, number three, number three. Um, Yeah, so we talk about submission of will, that contrite heart, that broken heart. Something else about a heart, that is the consecration and the dedication of the heart. The consecration, and the dedication of the heart the consecration and the dedication of the heart um, so the word consecration simply means uh to be set aside right so when you when there's a consecration when 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 uh the priests uh, were consecrated unto god uh these were men who were set aside for specific use in the service of God, right? Consecration, it is, it is th- when things are consecrated, when people are consecrated or when things are consecrated, we're saying that this is specifically to be used for the service in the service of God right and so one's heart should also be consecrated and dedicated to the lord consecrated and dedicated to god i want you i want you to see this scripture um second chronicles yeah second chronicles chronicles 15 and 15 and all judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire, and he was found of them. And the Lord gave them rest round about. Watch this, y'all. Stay with that. It says, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. There was... I love that, just just the turn of that phrase. Sought with all their heart, right? Sworn with all their heart, sought with their whole desire. And when that happened, it says, and he was found of them. Another verse says, and he let them find him. Yeah. Another, another translation. I'm sorry, he let them find him. It, it, it's it that passage says that when our hearts are a certain way, right? When our hearts, when the, when there's a certain conditioning of the heart, when there's a certain positioning of 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 our mind and our will and our spirit that God lets us find him. God will be found by us. And isn't that what worship is all about? (laughs) To come into the presence of God. Isn't that what worship Isn't that the goal of worship, to to have an encounter with the Almighty? To make God's heart smile and to to enter into the presence of God, to be found of God, and to find him? Yeah. Job cried out one day, oh, that I might find you. right worship worship is the the hope of worship is to enter into the presence of god to be found by god and to and for god to let us find him and and this says that the way that happens is by making sure that your whole heart they had sworn with their whole heart and had sought him earnestly that there's there is a certain condition or consecration set apartness of your heart that your heart has been fully dedicated to God and when it's and when that happens God says I'll let you find me God says I I will I will make myself present because you have taken the time to consecrate yourself to dedicate yourself to position yourself you didn't just you didn't just come in right but you did watch this you did the homework okay y'all here it is. Monday through Saturday, you got homework. Sunday, you can come in and God should be found by you because Monday through Saturday, you've been doing the homework. You've been preparing your heart. You've been consecrating yourself. You've been dedicating yourself, right? And in the Sunday morning experience, there is a a more powerful concentration and revelation of who God is because you did the homework. It. You remember when you were in school and you came to class and you hadn't done the homework? You remember how unprepared you felt? Do you remember when you hadn't done the homework and, and you would try to hide behind the person you were sitting behind? You remember when you hadn't done the homework, how ill-prepared you were? It's not a good feeling. But when you did the homework, you wanted to make sure the teacher took it up that day. When you did the homework, you wanted to make sure you got credit. When you did the homework, you wanted to make sure the teacher saw that you did the homework, you did the reading, you you are prepared, you're ready. Yeah, do the homework. Somebody, somebody say do the homework. Do the homework, y'all. And the homework is the consecration and the dedication of your heart. And when you've done the homework, you can come in on Sunday morning and God will be found. Somebody say, do the homework do the homework do the homework all right last thing last thing last thing so we talked about we talked about beginning with confession of sin right we talked about there being a submission of the will where you're saying lord have your own way break me let your will be my will We talked about the consecration and the dedication of the heart do the homework over the week where you are consecrating yourself and when you come in on sunday morning he will be found because you did the homework finally here it is here it is presentation of self the presentation of self yeah (laughs) so So Paul says, Paul says in Romans 12, you know this, Romans 12 and verse one, Paul says, I, um, I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God, um, uh, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Romans 12 and one says, I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercies of God that ye present there it is. Present your bodies a living sacrifice. I beseech you. I beg of you. I implore of you. Paul says, present your bodies, yourself, a living sacrifice. <laughs> so, so worship, y'all. Worshiping God. If you're going to... If it's, if it's gonna if it's gonna get past the superficial you know Sunday morning we show had church right if it's gonna get past that Sunday morning superficial you know I mean it, don't get me wrong that has its place for for babes in Christ you you wanted to have a certain you know that oh church was good and I mean even deep deep Christians you want church to yeah you want it to you want you want to feel something you want to walk away oh that was good but for it to be deeper than that where you have where you have where your eyes have been opened and your heart has been pricked and your conscience has been steered by the spirit of god that your footsteps might be guided by the divine will of God, right? If if that's where you're trying to get, where you're no longer wasting time in life, but that every step you take has been providentially assigned by God, right? Where every decision you make, that that decision has been sovereignly ordained by the spirit of God, right? If, if, if that's where you're trying to get to, and you're trying to get beyond the We Show Had Church, then at some point, you've got to get to the place of a total presentation of the self. A total presentation of your body. Watch it y'all. Listen, because here here is what here is what trips so many of us up. We want to give God our soul and our spirit, but we want to hang on to our bodies. Okay, Lord, you take my spirit. You take my soul because I need it saved. But Lord, let me keep this body. Because there are things that this body wants to do. There are activities in which this body wants to engage. So, Lord, take my soul, take my spirit, save me, but let me hang on to my body. And Paul says, nope. If you're going to be all in, you got to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And that is your reasonable service. It's reasonable service. So Lord take my heart, but God take my hands. Lord take my mind, but Lord do something with this mouth. Come on and talk to me. Yeah, take, present my bodies. Present my body a living sacrifice, this, this body, this flesh. Lord, I, I want this to be used by you, and I'm going to do it every day. Paul talks about it in this way, uh, crucifying the flesh daily. That each and every day that, that I say to the Lord, Lord, don't let me be in control of this. You be in control of this. Because if I'm in control of this, I'm gonna end up messing this up. If I'm in control of this, I'm gonna end up going somewhere I don't need to be. If I'm in control of this, I'm gonna end up saying something I don't need to say, doing something I don't need to do. Present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god are you hearing me and do it every day do it every day because god yeah my my flesh is something come on and talk to me if you can yeah this this flesh is something and that's one reason that's one reason why That's one reason why we are taught biblical fasting because fasting is meant to put this flesh in check. That's the purpose of the fast, that you would be ruled by your spirit and not by your flesh, by your inner man and not by your outer man. And fasting helps to put your your flesh in submission to your spirit. Yeah, It watch this. Fasting says, I will not be ruled by the cravings of the flesh. That's, that's what it says. My stomach will not govern my behavior. My flesh will not govern my behavior. My spirit will dictate what my body does and not the other way around. I will not be ruled by my body, but my body will be ruled by my spirit, my inner man. In order to do that, I gotta give myself away daily. Second Corinthians eight and five, and I'm through. Second Corinthians eight and five says this, and this, not as we had expected, But they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. Paul here is talking about those uh, in the church who had been benevolent to to him and his mission. And he says, listen, the reason I know that they could be that benevolent to, to our mission is because before they gave to us, they gave themselves to God. They presented themselves to God if you want to be used by god in an extraordinary way you don't just start you don't just start by doing godly things you start by giving yourself first to the lord you don't you don't just start by by okay i gotta go sing in the choir okay i gotta i gotta go you know teach teach the Bible. I got to go be a Sunday school teacher. I got to, and we're trying to do these things and do these things and do these things. It says, no, first, wait, whoa, whoa, go back. First, give yourself to God. Then once you've given yourself to God, then all the stuff you're trying to do that's godly, that will then follow. You're trying to be godly, without having given yourself to God. Start first by giving yourself to the Lord. Amen? Amen. And I believe that if you do those things, come to the house of God. After you've entered with thanksgiving and praise, after you sit sit in your seat, greeted your neighbor, say hello and all of that, sit in your seat and start confessing. Confess your sins, start there. After you confess your sins, submit your will. Lord, break me, break my will. Stuff I wanna do, if it's not your will, break it. Consecrate yourself. This is homework throughout the week, throughout the week. Don't come, don't come to church not having done your homework. Do the homework. And then finally present yourself. Give yourself away. Lord, here I am. That's what Isaiah said. Here am I. But he said it, y'all, watch this, don't good God, I'm through. He said, here am I, after he said, I am an undone man, right? He talks about his lips being undone. He confesses. This is Isaiah chapter six, y'all. Read Isaiah chapter six. That, that's some homework. Do the homework. Isaiah chapter six. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, right? I also saw the Lord high lifted up. He talks about seeing the Lord in and 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 in that experience oh good god Mm, let me let me let me stop right there do the homework do the homework my god that's gonna preach do the homework all right y'all i will see you all i will see you all sunday lord willing lord willing we will see you all on sunday listen continue to keep our brothers and sisters again in florida in your prayers y'all pray for ta uh uh over in that part of the country uh say hey i didn't tell y'all say hey to ta tonight god bless you i apologize for that um uh but all of our friends uh over in that area y'all keep them in in our prayers uh keep our sitting in in your prayers uh we're still going through a lot here thank god for a sunny day uh but you know that that there's still a lot of more uh storms uh that, that that we're gonna have to go through that we are yet going through and so uh, keep this city in your prayers. Um, there, there, there are a lot of things happening, um, from the water crisis um, to to reports that are coming out even right now. This, this uh, before uh, Bible study started tonight, um, some some things are going on. So uh, keep our city in your prayers. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let's pray, Father. We thank you again for who you are, for what you've done for what you've allowed us to hear tonight. Lord, we pray. We pray tonight that our worship would go deeper. We pray that our worship would begin with confession, that there would be submission of our will to yours. There would be consecration and dedication of our hearts. And finally, that there would be a presentation of ourselves. God, bless this city, bless this state, and Lord, keep your hand and your hedge around Florida and all of its residents. We pray it now in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Good night.